Hey, Emmy, can you say this is dinner for dessert? This is dinner for dessert. Close enough. Hey, Eric. Hey, Pump. Pick a number from 1 to 40. 37. 37 it is. Okay. What's the most courageous thing you've ever done? I have a list of questions. I feel like that's a whack one. Well, you pick 37. Do 18 instead. All right, 18. Tell me three things you remember about kindergarten. That is that is such a different question. <laughs> um, it's possible he did courageous things in kindergarten. I actually only remember one thing from kindergarten, but it's not even interesting. Uh, well, why, Maybe. why don't you let the audience decide? <laughs> <laughs> we were. Uh, it was. Um, uh, what, what is the month that comes in like a lion out like a lamb? Uh, April showers bring May flower. May comes in like a lion out like a lamb. Is that what it is? Uh. No clue, man. I've really? Out like a lion, in like a lamb? In like a lion, out like a lamb. You know, like it comes in, the weather's terrible, but then it goes out very nice and peaceful. Uh, March? I don't... S- whatever, March? Whatever month it was, so we were, we were cutting out lions and lambs, right, to make okay. a project. And uh, I don't know, I threw away all my lion part cutouts. Why? And the, I don't know. Because you're just a bad kid. Because I was a kid. <laughs> a bad kid? No, I just didn't... I don't know. I just threw shit. You know? Like an underachieving kindergartner, and um, I got like I got she like yelled at me for it in front of the whole class. It's not cool. And like I, this is like the stuff I think about at three in the morning when I can't sleep. <laughs> and uh, she made me go through the garbage to find it, but everyone was cutting out the same colored lion pieces. So there was like a billion colored scraps that I had to go through. Can you just pick up any scrap? Like yeah, this one was one. Well, no, it was like at the shape of the lion face. Okay. But so, the one I found wasn't mine, which means someone else threw their lion face out and didn't get chastised for it in front of the entire kindergarten class. Oh, my God. Dude, this is like, this explains a lot about you. This is like a pivotal moment in your childhood. I hate you, Mrs. Grumo. Mrs. Grumo. She even has a stupid last stupid. name. Stupid. So stupid. Um, I'm, jo- looking at a, I'm looking at a, a Wikipedia page to find out in like a lion out like a lamb. And it took me to a Wikipedia page called Weather Lore. Ah. What a dorky website. <laughs> Weather Lore on Wikipedia. It turns out it's March. Okay. Nice. All right. We got it right. But it's, this is, I'm actually going to read this later. This is the longest Wikipedia page I've ever seen. Uh, what else is there besides like April, April showers bring May flowers? Um, well, there's a whole section on where weather happens. There's a section on reliability on calendrical lore. Meaning, like, of the calendar. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Uh, there's Groundhog's Day. You know, Groundhog's Day. Also being, known as Woodchuck's Day. Yeah, Woodchuck's Day. <laughs> In different parts of the world, different cultures. And then there's, like, a whole section on Groundhog's Day, March Thunderstorms. There's a section on July on St. Swithin's Day. Uh, dude. I don't know what that is. In August, they have a Hispanic tradition of Cabanuelas, which predicts the weather on the year based on whether it's 12, 18, or 24 days. 
Wow. Of January or August. Do you remember when we had that um, side business where we did quinceañeras for pets? That was the best. (laughs) We made so much money. It was a killer. Um, And then there's like, there's so many cool weather things that don't get spoken about, like outside of the area they are, like the Santa Ana's, like the winds through California that come like once a year, like those are pretty wild. Yeah. Uh, I like how you say through. You say through. Like you add like a through into your throughs. And through? You say like through. Say say through. I have to like say it in a sentence. I, I don't say, like say I you know. And she yelled at me because I. She yelled at me because I threw. You hear it? Do I say that weird? Through. I, I think that's more like a maybe a New York thing. Yeah. I don't say it like that. But Did you but say true. I, I, I don't really. I don't really. I don't talk. Like, I don't speak that way. No, you don't have a New York. Like, I feel like we have pretty non-regional diction yeah, like for I, for like people born and raised in like the heart of where accents are very New York. Absolutely, we don't sound that New Yorky. Like my sister is horrific. She sounds like every cheesy New Yorker that you hear. Are like, does she say idea? No, but she leaves the R off. So instead of like pepper, she'll say like Peppa. Peppa. I got the peppers. I got the peppers. And I'm always like peppers. Yes, you got the peppers. Yeah, just put the R in there. Come on. It's a good it's a good letter. She also says costume and it drives me, but I got her off it though. Costume? I have I've berated her so long that now she actually does not say it anymore. I fixed the problem. Yeah. Oh, okay. So my wife, who I love very dearly, and I hope she's not listening to this podcast. There's a ninety nine point four percent chance she's not gonna listen to it. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, she can't stand listening to my voice in real life. Like, why would she, like, <laughs> purposefully listen to another hour of it? Um, but she says rune instead of ruin. Like, she makes the word R-U-I-N one R-U- syllable. She makes it R-U-N-E, which is a different word. Drives me bananas. Yeah. Am I crazy for thinking that's weird? No, I'm the same way. People always give me a lot of flack, I guess it is, because... I'm like a stickler for that. Like you should probably say that correctly because I know for me, I look at it as you're making yourself sound dumb and you're not dumb. Yeah. So maybe you don't do that. Yeah. It's ruined. No, no. Then, I don't know where anyone thought that it would be ruined. But then people get mad. Like, it's ruined. People get annoyed when you correct them. So it's it, it's like a weird thing. It's a weird thing. Sometimes you just got to let it go, but I can't because it's a... Like we have a thing where we, I mean, God forbid we slip up a word in front of the other. You've heard it on this show. Yeah. Like we pounce. There's like... Th- that's it it's over there's blood in the water like you're dead and we're, we're gonna pick you apart and beat the dead horse and the be- yeah and the best part is once it gets in your head then you make more mistakes <laughs> yeah. and then it gets very funny um the other one is uh when people say won't instead of won't i've never heard that you never heard someone say i won't do that no as opposed to say it again won't like w like woo like won't Instead of I won't. I think the first time I've ever heard that is just now. Me too. Really? First Have you ever heard ever. people call it Roosevelt Field instead of Roosevelt Field? Yeah, that, I hear that. Yeah, I hear Roosevelt. How do you feel about that? I, I don't care about that one. Um, how about... People say Teddy Roosevelt too. I, I just... Whatever. Like, I don't know how the guy said his own last name. I mean, so same I here. I can't, I can't judge it if I don't know how he but said But if it. I ever heard won't, like, I'd probably just backhand someone. Okay, good. All right. I just want to make sure that I'm not crazy. Okay. One more little fun fact. Uh, Teddy Roosevelt, not to be mistaken with Teddy Roosevelt. Roosevelt? Roosevelt. <laughs> who's, <laughs> who, who likes the peppers? Um, Teddy Roosevelt is the, uh, the Teddy in Teddy Bear. 
teddy bears are named after Teddy Roosevelt. Little fun fact. He was teddy bear. He was the teddy bear. You don't believe me. I believe you. Sometimes you give me that look like I'm disappointed in you, and, and I'm getting that right now. You mistake my look. So what's that look? Right now? you're still doing it. It's like searing through my eyeballs. I like to just try and put you on the spot sometimes. I feel very awkward right now. <laughs> I'm sweating. Is that weird? Uh, okay. Uh, Jonesy, it's your turn. Pick a number from 1 to 40. Number two. Don't pick 37. Number two. No, I'm not going to do number 37. For, for the record, I didn't write any of these questions. It's from a website called hackspirit.com, which apparently is the lamest website ever because these <laughs> questions are so stupid. Um, hey, Jonesy, on a scale from one to 10, how strict were your parents? <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to say uh, I'm gonna say a six. Six is a good number, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like they had rules, but... They weren't like out of control. Did you have to, uh, like, did they come into your room and say, hey, hey, Mikey, clean your room? And you had to say, yeah, ma, fine. Yeah. Yeah, but I yeah. think everybody did. No, not me. I had like a bowl of cereal under my, under my bed for about four <sighs> straight I can, years. I can vouch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was there. Yeah, but, they, but they never said like, oh, can't you clean your room or whatever? No, my mom's philosophy was like, if you want to live in filth, go ahead. I don't give, yeah, I don't give a care. Uh, as long as I don't make a mess outside of the but that's bedroom. Not, I don't consider that strict, asking to clean the room. Strict would be like, if you don't clean the room, you're not going out this weekend. Yeah. That's strict. Or not being able to watch TV uh, except for an hour. Yeah, see, like... An I, hour a day. Like, you had, like, an hour of TV time. I, I never had that. Like, ever. No. I also never had a curfew. I never had a curfew. I I used to like sleep at your house and then forget to tell my mom that I slept there. Yeah. And, <laughs> and it'd be like 12 years old and I'd come home. She'd be like, where were you last night? I'd be like, uh, I slept at Eric's. She'd be like, oh, all right. Maybe. Like, uh... My sister was five years older than me and like always had a curfew. And at like 12 and 13, I was walking in like hours after she was. Yeah. Yeah. Which was very weird. And like my sister still holds a little grudge about that towards my mom. <laughs> well, think about this. Uh, we drove down to Florida in high school. I was 17. You were 16. Yeah. Like, I don't know if any parent would let their kids drive like through the night <laughs> or through the night. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> at 16 and 17 so years old, talk, all the way to Florida. I talk like the owl from the Tootsie Pop commercial. Yeah. Like, Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Like, what number comes after two? Three. It's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, Jonesy, one more. Yeah. Number good. from one to 40. Uh, 39. 39. Um, if you could be an Olympic athlete, in what sport would you compete? <laughs> Pole vaulting. I knew you were going to say that. Nice. I swear to God, I nice. was going to say you were going to say that. Nona would be proud. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, for those who didn't listen to, what was that, two episodes ago? It was uh, last week or the week before. Yeah, yeah, Eric's grandma was a pole vaulter in Italy. And yes. that's not a joke. That's like just No, that's legitness. Fact. Yeah. So, all right. Last one for the road. Oh, wow. Okay, see, these were under the category of personal thought-provoking questions. Not thought-provoking at all. At all. No. These are awful. I kind of want to do an entire show of these. Yeah, <laughs> we could. <laughs> These are the worst questions. Um, I, I, I love answering like, oh, middle of the road. <laughs> oh, yeah. No problem. Okay. So this, this category is called deep thought-provoking questions. Oh, these, what's your favorite color? These should be great. Yeah. <laughs> should um, be Eric, pick a number from 1 to 48. Okay. We're going to go with the 23. 23. Is free will real or is it just an illusion? 
Dude, this website needs to be taken down immediately. I'm make, I'm I meant a, I meant number eleven. Okay, number eleven. <laughs> I'm making a face like it smells like coleslaw in here. <laughs> uh, That's a horrible question. Horrible. Okay, don't do eleven either. <laughs> Trust me. Oh, we gotta hear it. <laughs> First of all, it starts with the word "or," like, <laughs> like, we're, like, it, as if there was a first half that they forgot. So the question is, I'm not kidding. This is I'm reading it right. Question number eleven: Or are we moving backwards and should revert back to the values and lifestyles of those who lived before us? <laughs> I'm gonna go with the first thing. Yeah. <laughs> All right, go with uh, go with thirty uh, three. Thirty three, thirty three is. <laughs> I hate this website so much. What should be the goal of humanity? <laughs> what do you think? How about let's give this one to Jones? Should I answer this for real? Yeah, yeah. while me and Eric beatbox. Hold on. My fellow Americans. I believe that the goal of humanity from here on out is to find a way off this rock before something bad happens to it. I added bass boost. I think we should find a way off this rock before something really bad happens to it. And that way we can colonize different planets and maybe in the hopes of finding more natural resources to keep our species alive. And the end goal of finally putting a Taco Bell on Jupiter. You know what I always think about when we do stupid crap like this on the air? Uh-huh. Like someone's listening to the podcast in their car and like they're like carpooling to work and like the first 15 minutes of the episode is like a normal conversation amongst three grown-ups and then all of a sudden it busts into uh, like mediocre beatboxing with Jones talking about uh, first Taco off, Bell on First Mars. of all, I have no idea what he said and I can't wait to listen to the podcast. Yeah, I was <laughs> what he actually said. All I heard was Taco Bell on Mars and I lost it. Me too. Me too. <laughs> See, I always picture like um somebody enjoying the show right for a few weeks of like you know normal episodes and then they like they pick their friend up and like you got to hear these guys and then that happens like, and we just completely lose every like, fan you like this you like this uh awfulness way to go um all right i kind of want to ask you guys one more i know i'm like i'm probably all right so just do like a, the random like scroll the screen stop with your finger all right you ready you ready okay <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. <sighs> this one's actually a good one. What would be on the gag reel of your life? Wow. That's probably the best one so far from that dumb site. Yeah. Meaning like uh like the bloopers at the end of a movie during the credits, right? I feel like so many things like <laughs> so many things in my life would be on that. Like when me and you got into that fight when we were in like high school and I pulled um your shirt over your back and I, and I was I went to say hockey fight like hockey fight and I said hockey effing thing <laughs> <laughs> and then you proceeded to beat the crap out of me uh-huh um, it didn't work out well that for was me. a good one that would be in the gag reel the time when you 
on your gag reel, like the number one thing would be when we were walking down the steps to the studio and you were singing Invisible Touch by Phil Collins and you slipped and uh, fell down all the concrete steps. Oh, that was the worst. <laughs> I had my entire back and like back of my legs were just purple, like bruised like crazy. I was like, she seems to have invisible. Whoosh, boom. Like I got, I got a good like five feet of air before I slammed that onto concrete steps. That was brutally steps. hilarious. And then for the rest of the night, we kept singing, those steps, they have some invisible ice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a bad day. That was a good one. And anyone who was never down there, that flight of steps was like, I would dread going up and down that flight <laughs> yeah. of steps. It, like That it, was a long flight of steps. Concrete long flight of dungeon steps. It really was very medieval. I, I fell down medieval steps. Um, <laughs> I'll never forget that. Yeah. <laughs> Just because of the the soundtrack of the moment was so beautiful. Yeah, that was a bad moment. Uh, Another gag reel moment would probably be when uh, my 21st birthday, we went out to, uh, we went to that bar and uh, like met that group of girls. So we met this group of girls we never met before. And like after the bar, we all went to like a parking lot to hang out, which was not a thing that you should do at 21. We were like too grown up to do that. But it was like two in the morning, whatever. And I was so very, very drunk that I like just got in one of the girls' cars and I, I just drove it like, I just drove it down the street like maybe like a thousand feet and realized that I shouldn't be driving and I just, I just parked it in the middle of the street and ran And then home, you went home. Ran home. <laughs> so, and I don't know like how the story ended because I went home but I'm pretty sure this girl thinks her car got stolen. <laughs> and I don't know if they ever recovered it or, or what. But anyway, so that would be in the gag reel. Jones, what would be in uh, your gra- gag reel? Greg reel. Greg reel. The, that would go in the gag See, reel. See, that was just one of those things where you said something wrong and I immediately pounced on him. Then I deserved it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ashamed of myself right now. My gag reel would be, uh, I don't know, man. There's a lot of times that I got drunk in my life. And any number of those. I would, That's what I'm saying. My gag reel is similar to like my, my my good times reel. It's the same reel. Same same reel, man. Now mine would be like things I was a little more embarrassed of, like that time when we had New Year's Eve at my house in the Poconos, and you wore um, like Big Bird gloves the whole night. The whole night. Oh yeah, I stole those gloves from my friend Duty. <laughs> <laughs> and the story right. gets better. Yeah. <laughs> you have a friend named Duty. See, like for me, okay, the time I got stuck under the fence at the handball court. And that kid came over to try and help me get under it and like ripped my whole shirt. Oh off. my god! Yeah, so we uh, the handball court in our neighborhood. <laughs> they would close. They would lock the gate after, like on on weekends, uh, because we're, you know, they didn't want us there. Uh, clearly, um, but there was a part of the fence that you could lift, and like you would have to lift it so your friend could get through. Um, I think I was lifting it for you. I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. lifting it for you. And I didn't lift it high enough, and it like got snagged on your shirt. But like I was gonna fix it. Easy solution. It was gonna be an easy solution. I was just like, wait there for a second. I just have to like hold the fence and like unhook the shirt. But as I was doing that, this kid that was like this neighborhood kid from around the block, he like saw it and he was like, I could help. It's like no, <laughs> and he just lifted the fence like brute force strength. It just ripped Eric's shirt it right off his back, all the way up the back like a perfect slit. <laughs> So I played handball that whole day in a smock from art class. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's got to be the gag Like, reel. that's gag reel worthy. Oh, my God. By the time I, uh, I got very drunk outside the bar that you were bouncing at, and I threw up, and then I fell into it, 
and then, and then I, I fell asleep in it. And then I had to bring you home, like you damn mom. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. I went upstate one time to go watch the Super Bowl with some friends of mine, and uh, I a bunch of them got like the really big bottle of Jack Daniels. Like, what's the really big one? Like the the Magnum, the unnecessary guy. Yeah, yeah, right. So, did it come point, with a handle? No, it was bigger than that. Like you really like if you were gonna like pick it up, you needed two hands. And I remember watching the game and just being on a mission to get drunk. And I at one point I took the bottle and I downed the rest of the bottle, right? Tossed it across the room. It didn't break, but I was you know whatever. The rest of the night I was like incoherent, right? And then I took a ride back home. This all happened in Poughkeepsie, New York, right? And I took a ride back home with two of my friends. And at one point, I like just lifted my drunk head out the window while we were on the highway and puked, and it went all over the side of this girl's car. And she was driving home, like she was driving me and my other friend home, and then she was going right to work where she was a school teacher. <laughs> so she you know, showed up to work with just vomit on the side of her if car. If there's one thing I don't miss, like I, that I love about being older, it's that I don't do things like that anymore. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, that's like I have so past. many nights like that, and I'm actually glad those are gone. Yeah. Uh, me too. I don't. Funny enough, I don't really like being like drunk. Like I don't regret them because it was an absolute blast. But I'm really glad that those don't happen anymore. I don't. Yeah, I don't like getting that drunk anymore. Like I, I, I definitely like to drink, but never to a point where I'll get sick. No, no, no. or steal a car. No, <laughs> no, those days are in the past. Yeah, I haven't even been drunk in many years. That's what I'm saying. So those the gag reel, gag, oh, gag reel. Ah, not not Greg real though. Definitely not the Greg real. No. So that was a lovely intro. Might be the longest intro in the history of DFD. Yes. Clocking in at twenty one minutes. Twenty two minutes. Twenty two minutes. minutes. Yeah. So why don't we? Uh, why don't we get uh, fancy and uh, <laughs> hit him with the? I forgot how I do the intro. <laughs> why don't we? You're, uh, you're doing it spot on. Just keep going. Why don't we <laughs> use the word uh a lot between every word? <laughs> And then maybe throw in a couple of ums. <laughs> and then, <laughs> hey, Eric, feedback loop. Hit it. Do it. Now. Go. Do it. Wow. We're, we're professionals. Are we? <laughs> no. After that bit, no. I don't think we're professionals at all. But uh, we got a lot of feedback this week. We yeah. get a lot of feedback every week. Yeah. But this week, it's extra feedbacky. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll start because this one is directed at you, Eric. Uh, you were trying to describe what that thing that detects ghosts is mm-hmm. called, and you called it an EMF meter. Mm-hmm. So our good buddy Rich said it's actually called a PKE meter, not an EMF meter. Okay. And then the second piece of feedback mm-hmm. comes from a lovely gentleman who says the word through as through. <laughs> uh, his name is Eric and he's a podcast host for the greatest podcast uh, in history called crime for dessert. <laughs> Uh, he said the ghost detector in the movie Ghostbusters. I meant that you're going to read my feedback for me. I love this. Oh, do you want to read no, it? No, I want no. you to read it now. <laughs> so handsome, tattooed, bearded, uh, crime for dessert host who got the back of his shirt ripped off at a handball court, <laughs> Eric. 
his feedback was the ghost detector in the movie Ghostbusters is called the PKE meter, named by its creator, Dr. Egon Spangler. In real life ghost hunting, the tool used by everyone is an EMF meter, which ghost hunters use to look for spikes in EMF signal. They look similar. The ones... Um, uh, oh, I can't... Oh, they look similar. The, re- the real one and the movie one. Uh, and EMF stands for electromagnetic frequency? Yes. PKE stands for... Uh, I don't know, photokinetic uh, something. My Siri is uh, interrupting me. Hold on. Did you just talk from your watch? She did. I don't my, think my, my Apple Watch has ever made a sound. Yeah, mine just talked to me uh, because I'm Dick Tracy, apparently. <laughs> um, is that reference to like old school for people nah, to get? Nah, that movie's great, man. You should redo that. So yeah, that's the whole thing with, between PK and EMF. I gave the one that you could actually go on, online and buy right now. You yeah you said the real life thing for for ghost hunting. Um, Rich was referencing the specific one from Ghostbusters. Both, so we'll both call answer, it a tie. Both answers yeah. are correct. We'll call it a tie. I didn't need to be fact checked on it, but you know what I mean. Like it's yeah. fine. Yeah, you should beat him up. Just <laughs> never. I love that dude. I love him too. I love him. I I might <laughs> like him more than you guys. It's possible. Um, if yeah, <laughs> def- definitely more than you, Eric, at the moment. But All right. I don't know about as much as Jones. Um, all right. So next piece is from Jen Canzone. Uh, Wait, Jen Canzone, we haven't heard from her in a long last time. Last time we spoke with Jen, we were giving her a menu. Uh, no, we we're giving her an actual order for Taco Bell because she hadn't eaten Taco Bell in years. She well, that was so long ago that it's probably all discontinued She at this wanted point. us to piece out her order for her, and she went and did the exact order and loved it. So what she wrote was, glad you guys are back. Um, regarding the double-decker taco, which we recommended to her. She wrote, I keep trying to order it. I haven't had any luck yet, but I feel like they have the ingredients. Maybe somebody will be cool and make one for me. They definitely do. All it is is a hard taco, spread some bean, yeah, free fried beans, beans on it, and then throw a soft taco on top of the hard taco. That's all it is. Drizzle some uh, nacho cheese sauce. Yeah, which is also not on the menu anyway, so you might as well. Yeah, you're good. It, it can be done. Is there a way to order that where you could get like all the parts and assemble it yourself? I mean, if you just ordered a uh, hard shell with refried beans in it and then ordered a soft taco and a, and a, a side of nacho cheese sauce. Yeah. It's always be to, better to build it yourself. It's like Tiger Direct for food. I don't know if it's always better to build it yourself. It's kind of nice just opening the, the wrapper and eating it. Yeah. I kind of like uh, maybe like they'll give it to you in a styrofoam thing. And you like have to like flip it upside down, and it creates it inside the styrofoam. That would be cool. I wish styrofoam was used more. Like, remember that McDonald's <laughs> sandwich? <laughs> oh, I, I, I don't care about the environment. Yeah, whatever. We're not going to be here anyway. Exactly. Yeah. I have no kids. What, what was that? <laughs> I mean, I do. They won't be here either. That'd be good. What was that McDonald's sandwich? They'll be living that? on Mars. We'll be fine. That was the McDLT, my friend. Yeah, that's the one where you had to like flip the packaging upside down, and yep. it would make the sandwich for you. Because they would put, you know, they were actually genius they would put the veg and the the meat and cheese separate so you didn't have hot veg because no one likes hot veg like burger king is the worst with that burger king is the worst fast food joint would you agree 100 percent. i hate um there's a there's a little place called addy's uh barbecue that i order food from sometimes at work and when you get a burger from them they put the burger patty in a aluminum tin and then the bun and fresh vegetables in a completely separate tin. 
brilliant. So when you get it, you don't have soggy bun, soggy veg. Everything is perfect. I I respect it like I, tremendously. I very much respect. It. So my number one uh, most consistent deli- food delivery disappointment happens almost every time I, I order food is from the diner, and I'll tell you why. All the best diner food tastes delicious at the diner and tastes terrible takeout. I'll give you some examples. Burger and french fries. The french fries are soggy. The burger bun is soggy. The lettuce is hot. It's just and gross. And it's because nobody's figured out a condensation-proof container. This one's got to come That's up That's the that. problem is your fries are soggy because it just builds up with water from the heat. Yeah. And that makes your bun soggy, your burgers whack. Like, I agree. It's, that's terrible. And then what else do you get from diner? Eggs, right? Yeah, the home fries. Mush, gross, disgusting. So soup. The worst is soup because it comes in like that little um, paper, like cardboard container. And then they like wrap it in saran wrap. But when you open the saran wrap, it's already leaked. So like the whole container is all nasty. And then your fingers smell like soup for the rest of the day. That's why you have to ask for the bodega wrap where they put it in the plastic container and then wrap that with cellophane because you don't get leakage in that. Yeah, that's much better. Than bodega wrap paper is the way one. to go. Yeah. yeah, the cardboard one. Ah, man, diner, diner, you got to just go to diner. It, yeah, because when you're there, it's great. You, I understand like delivery is the worst. Yeah, it just doesn't, it doesn't make the, the journey well, you nope. know? Uh, yeah. Okay. So that's it. Well, listen. Here's here's the important thing about this. Uh, Jen Cantone's back. Listening I know, to the show. I know. Pumped. Warms my heart. Where the hell has she been? We've been back for like a, two months now. Hey man, she was a little delayed. It's fine. Yeah. Her zipper got stuck. <laughs> See who re- gets that reference. That's called an Easter egg, I think, or an inside joke. No, that's not an inside joke, is it? Because uh, it's I've a movie. U- I've used it on the show numerous times. Okay. So it's an Easter egg. That was actually my answer to where I was all summer while we didn't do the show. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, that's right. Um, so feedback from my brother, Tom, it just came in as we started recording. He just said, update on root beer. It still sucks. <laughs> he really hates root beer. Oh, man, really? Uh, you know what, Tom? Ugh. You're going to be very mad. You're going to be doubly mad at Tom tonight because both of his feedback are going to get under your skin. All right, then I'm not even going to say anything yet. Okay. Continue. But- his up the, the root beer thing like no, we're just gonna, it didn't ha- it didn't even happen just how could you not time. like a delicious sugary carbonated refreshing uh sarsaparilla infused i don't know if sarsaparilla is the flavor but it sounds right <laughs> um how could you not like that it's basically the best thing ever um so here's the other feedback though i feel like this is gonna bother you eric <clears throat> so two weeks ago or last week i don't remember because i'm getting old uh I had a bill at a restaurant that came out to exactly $200. Thought that was very, very strange. Yes. $200, like 200.00. So my brother Tom said he had a bill that came out, and he sent me photographic proof. He had a bill that came out. It was $17.45 plus tax for $1.55 plus tip of $6. Came out to $25 even. It's not the same. I... I think it's still pretty crazy that it came out to exact even number. No, it's not. Well, here, hold on. $25 is pretty cool, but it came out to it with tip of yeah, $6. He made it come out to it. Otherwise, it would have been $19 even is the real number, right? Because mine was before tip. Like I could have made the tip make it even, but before tip, it was $200. So his before tip was $19 even. Mm-hmm. 
Not as cool as $200 even. No, but even if he just left it at 19 I wouldn't have had an issue with it. The fact that he put the tip and the $25 total, like you controlled that. It's true. What if he did, which really should have been, hold on, you're supposed to double tax, right, for the tip? Or you move, I move the decimal place over one and then double that. So the tip should have been $4. He made it $6 because he wanted Because he wanted it to be 25 All right, Tom, I see your tricks and you're wrong and I don't like you that much for it. Would you call that tomfoolery? Yeah. Yeah. He tried to pull the wool over my eyes. He did. But you're not a lamb, you're a lion. That's right. I come in, not go out. Yeah, you come in to march. (laughs) I don't know what just happened. (laughs) Craziest thing about it. No, but it's your dog. I thought you said I was all right, Spider. Craziest thing about that bill is that it had nothing to do with food. (laughs) He bought a bicycle bell for his bicycle. He did. (laughs) He tipped the bicycle guy. I don't know why. Guy at Limburg Bikes. Oh my god! I like obviously, if I cared enough about you guys in the show, I'd go back after the recording and add a bell sound at that exact moment. (laughs) But that's going to be a lot of work, so probably not going to do it. We'll see. Do you have like a, a bicycle bell sound that you could just like? You'll find, just email to me? Yeah. Okay, we'll do that. No problem. 33 minutes, four seconds. Yes, remember the time. Timestamp. That's that's where it goes. Uh, Okay. Next one is from a good friend and past guest, Mike Arnone. Fact or fiction, Howard the Duck is the first movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Wow. I didn't Uh, know if this was feedback or where to put this, so I just kind of threw it in the feedback. I think this is uh, an Ask Us Anything. But we could do it in the feedback loop. Why not? Because we live life on the edge. Just only because it was fact or fiction. If he would have just led with the with the regular question, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll I'll say it's a fact. Yeah, right. Oh, it's a fact. It's definitely a fact. I loved Howard the Dog. That was like one of my favorites when I was a kid. Yeah, because it came out in what nineteen eighty six. I was five, so it was like prime for me to start like enjoying movies and watching them over and over in front of the television. And what else would have come out before that in nineteen? 19- it had to be early 1980s. I don't know any other Marvel movie. That no, that's out. that's it. That's it. Uh, Howard the Duck is a weird friggin' movie. If anyone's ever seen it or never seen it, you should watch Howard the Duck. It's about a duck who's uh, just like a regular snarky a-hole. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's it. So, little fun fact. George Lucas was the executive producer. This thing was like a big budget film in 1986. It was supposed to be a, a, a hit. Uh, the budget was $36 million, which back then was like a huge, huge budget. Uh, but it made $38 million. So it only made yeah. $2 million bucks. Uh, that would be a flop. It, it didn't lose money, but definitely did not uh, have the success it was supposed to have. No, and also later in the cinematic uni- the Marvel Cinematic Universe, it, uh, Howard the Duck was in Guardians of the Galaxy. You could see him in a storage container in the collector's room. And uh, rumor is he will have a even bigger part in Guardians of the Galaxy three. That would be awesome. That's that, so that's pretty be sweet. I'm pretty pumped for that. That'd be awesome. Uh, Smarky like New Yorker duck. <laughs> yeah. So there was actually some big names in that movie. Uh, the actual guy who played Howard the Duck, I've never heard of. His name is Ed Gale. But they did have some big heavy hitters that just played you know humans. Uh, Leah Thompson, awesome. Also known as the mom from Back to the Future who is, now that I look back at it, very attractive. Oh, she's adorable. But I didn't like, it didn't click when I watched Back to the Future because I guess I was eight. Yeah, you, know? you were a kid. You weren't thinking that yet. She's like a very good looking human being. Just saying. Even in alternate 
1985. She's not bad. Yeah. Um, Jeffrey Jones, who is the principal from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. We're not allowed to like him. Yep. That guy's a he's jerk. A creepster. And then Tim Robbins. Good old Timmy R. Tim Robbins, uh, who is his legendary performance that we all know him for, is from uh, Nothing But Trouble. Nothing But Trouble. Nothing That's to right. lose. Nothing to lose. <laughs> That's right. With uh, Martin Lawrence. Yes. It was a great That was what great, he's most known for, total, obviously. Totally most known for. Like, I think he won an Oscar for Nothing to Lose. I was getting confused with what Dan Aykroyd's most known for, and that's Nothing But Trouble. Nothing But Trouble, uh, also a great movie. That was Chevy Chase, Dan Aykroyd, and John Candy's most notable roles in life. If you don't remember anything else from that <laughs> and movie. And Demi Moore. <laughs> oh, yeah, Demi Moore. There's only, there's only two things you need to remember about the movie Nothing But Trouble. One, <laughs> that Tupac Shakur plays keyboard in Digital Underground. Which he actually band. did. <laughs> yeah, which is real life. And they sing maybe the catchiest song ever. All around the world, the same song. Yeah, yeah. so if you want to see Tupac before he was a thug, and he was just like uh, a very happy, smiley dancer uh, slash keyboard player, you should watch that. And the movie's just incredible. And uh, when the judges asking the guy what he does he's like uh it says here you're a banker and he's like well actually i'm in derivatives on the stock okay banker okay banker (laughs) and that's all you really need to know yeah well first off hell of a cast i've never really like i guess said it out loud dan Aykroyd, chevy chase john candy demi moore tupac shakur tupac shakur humpty and humpty hump and shock g like um yeah hell that's a ridiculously casted movie and demi moore's uh I guess husband was the dad from Biodome. <laughs> yes, he was famous. He's too. also the bad guy in the Last Boy Scout. I-, I can't think of anything else that he's really been in. He's been in a lot of stuff. I just don't know his name. We'll find that out. We'll, I'm sure we'll get that in the feedback <laughs> loop next week. Yes. Um, that's the best thing. Like if we ever don't remember something yeah. and we and we stumble on the air, someone will you know snarkily tell us how we screwed up. <laughs> yes, and I'm totally okay with that. Yeah. Uh, so. Let's see. All right. This is the last one. Uh, This comes from uh, Jonesy's fiance, Terry. She says that we should name our true crime podcast After Dinner Murder, like an After Dinner Mint. That's a great name. That is a good name. It's a really good name. After Dinner Murder. It's hard to say, but it will look nice written. We could call it ADM. We call it After Dinner Murder? (laughs) After Dinner Murder. After the murder. What? Murder. After the murder. Murder. Moida. Moida. <laughs> it's the ah. after dinner moida. Uh, I like it. I like it. I still like uh, Crime for Dessert or Crimecast. But They're both really else. good. I don't like Crimecast at all, but uh, Crime for Dessert. is. When did Crimecast even get in there? I just did you saying, just throw that in there? I just keep throwing it in until you guys notice I'm saying it. <laughs> it's yeah, a terrible don't, name. Don't say that one yeah. anymore. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, You're such a jerk, bro. So... That concludes our um, feedback loop, but if you guys are interested, so we've been talking about this True Crime podcast. How about we take a quick break and uh, we come back and do a little brainstorm. Not We're not going to do a segment on True Crime because we're not ready yet, but we'll do a brainstorm about what the True Crime podcast might actually look like as far as, as, far as format and all that fun yeah, stuff. Yeah, I'm with it. All right, word.
Wow. Yeah. So that's called Truly Criminal by Figgy Newton, also known as Mike Jones. <laughs> Mike yeah. Jones. Can you tell us the inspiration for that musical number that you put together? Uh, Michael Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah, watching. Uh, I got that feel from it. It does feel very uh, Chicago Bulls-ish. All the music that I do is <laughs> all um, based off of Michael Jordan's play with the Chicago Bulls and also the White Sox. Okay. And his golfing career. That was definitely Bulls, though. That wasn't White Sox or golf. <laughs> that was He was wearing a uh, Hanes undershirt, though. Or Fruit of the Loom. I forgot who's That company. might have been when he hit the free throw with his eyes closed. Yes. That's the vibe I pulled. It was very Space Jam. <laughs> Just Jordan works very hard to be the best at what he does, and that's what I try to do with that piece of music. Damn, man. That's just purely inspirational. Yeah. You gave it 110%. That's what I like about you, bro. Every time. No, that's awesome. So that will be the music for our new podcast slash segment on DFD, if we don't know yet, uh, Crime for Dessert, or the After Dinner Crime, <laughs> After Dinner Murder. What was it? After Dinner Murder. After Dinner Murder. After Dinner, I can't say it. It's like Saturday Night Live. Okay got a few things that we have to figure out about this show and so i figure why not brainstorm on the air because everyone likes for entertainment value everyone likes to listen to people think about um what might be entertaining yes <laughs> as opposed to being entertaining so i figured we'll we'll just do that and and um and you know so i feel like the, f the first question we have to ask ourselves is are we going to be serious with this or are we going to try and be funny with it as well uh i i i don't know how to be funny <laughs> or try to be funny but i think it should be serious um but not too serious but serious you know what i mean like if a dude dies in a funny way during one of the stories can like we laugh about it we can make jokes i think there's no rules I feel we like there has to be rules on this one, though. So, you know, we forget. The feedback loop was supposed to be created so people could actually give us critiques about, like, what <laughs> yes. they like and don't like about the show. It's now devolved to something very different. But it was supposed to be like, hey, you guys dragged on that bit for too long. It wasn't as funny as you think it was. <laughs> don't remind like, them. <laughs> yeah, but that was what it's supposed to be. So I guess we could just ask them, you know, ask the audience. Like, we could, we could, we could tweak it. We could do, like, a couple of pilot episodes. Uh, I think... That that's a big question. You know, what's the what's the vibe, right? Is it going to be serious? Is it going to be funny? The second question is: Is it going to be a separate podcast, like with its own, you know, feed that you subscribe to on on iTunes or Spotify, or is it going to be just a segment on dinner for dessert? We actually polled the audience to see what they thought, and forty one percent thought it should be a separate podcast, and fifty nine percent said it should be a segment on DFD. That's a pretty close. Yeah, that's, but, a, that's a close vote. Yeah, it's not too definitive. I feel like it, it's it's almost too close to call. I, I know, obviously, the segment one. Uh, maybe we started as a segment within DFD and see where it goes from there. See, my whole my whole thing with doing it as a segment is you're literally putting a however long it is, maybe 15, 20 minute part of the show that just doesn't match with the other majority of the show. It's true. We could do episodes labeled crime for dessert or whatever 
as like a prefix so you could see in our in our feed like this is a different type of episode and make it's an episode that's separate but it's still part of this feed so you don't have to subscribe to two podcasts you can do that that's fun but that's still a separate episode then separate episode but it's not like a new logo a new um uh you know feed that you have to subscribe to it's just dfd feed it just comes out as its own episode and you could not listen to it if you don't like true crime we could do that at least as a pilot why don't we just pilot it like that that's fine and if it works well then we keep doing it if people like nah you probably should just create your own feed then we just take that pilot episode and move it out of dfd's podcast and then just repost it. yeah that's fine yeah my whole thing is i don't want to be like goofy for a half hour and then go then serious, serious for 20 and then end goofy. Like, to me, that's a little bizarre. I agree, especially if we're going to go serious. And by the way, who's goofy? I'm never goofy. Jones. A June, Jones. 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 Teddy Roosevelt Jones. Me Jones. <laughs> me Jones. <laughs> Meek. Meek Jones. I'm totally calling you Meek Jones from now on. There's Meek Jones. There's times I say silly stuff. You're very goofy. I'm never goofy ever. Like I'm actually sitting with my legs crossed like a like an old man on a talk show in the 70s right now. I am not goofy at all. Uh I I'm good with that. I I I see what you're saying. I don't think it could be its own I don't think it could be a, a segment on the show. Because if it was, it would just be us like telling like we'd just be like, "Hey, here's this crazy crime that happened once." And then we'd like riff on it for 5 minutes and that would be it. Whereas I'm imagining that this would be like production value maybe we could even get like news audio clips yes. to play interviews have creepy background music like a lot do, of wilhelm screams yes like make like production value you know we could even like w- can we have a foley studio where we could like make like the noises of like doors creaking and um i always watch the youtube videos of that one guy who has like the best one and he shows you where all the sounds from like everything has ever come from oh do you know my favorite one is like the sound of like uh, bones breaking is just them snapping celery. Yeah. I love it. Super interesting stuff. Great stuff. How do you feel about this, Jonesy? Uh, we really wouldn't need a Foley studio. Most of that stuff already exists. You're really like ruining <laughs> the fun right now. That's goofy Meek Jones. Meek yeah, Jones Meek Jones. <laughs> Meek Jones in the hues. <laughs> uh so I, I think we've we hey listen we've come up with a lot of stuff here. Jones, by the way, has not has not decided has not goofified anything. Nothing. All right. So we're going to pilot it as a separate episode, but under the DFD feed. For sure. Now. It's going to be serious. It's going to have production value. So it's not going to just be like improv like this. This we just wing it. Like there's no. If we mess up, you guys hear every single screw up and every uh and um and all that stuff. This would have production value. Like we might actually even, I won't say script it, but there might be like some parts where we like read out, you know, the intro or like whatever. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And uh, kind of like a full on episode of like, you know, Unsolved Mysteries, but the audio version. Yeah. Like this show, I don't know if people realize it or not, but we hit the record button and go straight through. Yeah. Like this is almost never, we almost never stop the recording of this show. So what you're hearing is like a unbroken hour and something minutes conversation that we're all having. Literally the only time we've ever stopped is if the dog 
starts making a lot of noise. And we don't cut anything out. We just no, stop. We just kind of stop. We hit the stop. Then, get the dog out of the out of the studio, and then and then hit record again. Yeah. So that would be the, a very big difference for us, right? We would say like, all right, here's the episode tonight, and we would break out all the pieces of like what we're gonna say, and be like, all right, this first clip, Eric, you got to read this, and you'll take maybe five takes until yeah. you get it so that it's perfect. Absolutely. And then put that in. Then plug in a production piece, some audio put in background music and like listen back to the episode like ah you know i think we need to yeah. tweak this tweak that like really produce it like a like a like a tv show now i could finally you know fulfill my dream of reading something with the typewriter noise in the background behind me oh the typewriter noise is going to get a lot of use it's all i've ever worn from the show and i've never had it yet so it's going to happen so we got it's going to be a separate episode maybe a separate podcast it's going to be serious it's going to have production value it's going to be edited going to be so ha, you know somewhat scripted i mean it has to be scripted because we're not making things up we're actually telling you a thing that has happened and the facts about that thing this isn't just like an opinion piece yeah now here's the question are we going to do unsolved crimes or are we going to do cr- solved crimes I, I don't think there should ever be a, a limit if we find interest in either or we do it yeah well, I think the biggest thing is what's the goal of the show? Like, are we trying to bring things to light or uh, kind of like shine a light on something that people didn't know about? Or are we going to try to get crime solved? Or Whoa. <laughs> well, I think we should go after cold cases. Okay. And we could call it chili cases. I'm just kidding. We know Goofy. All right, it's so serious. Jones, so Jones. <laughs> did did I saying? just get kicked out of the podcast? <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Chili case. Shut up. Hold on a second. I, I need comic relief. Doug, help me out. No. You don't <laughs> look at all fat in that dress. How could anything make you look fat? <laughs> See, there you go. Did that boosts your self esteem. For those who don't know, Doug is. Um, Doug's been with us a long time. He's been. Doug has been in our lives. So Doug is a little stuffed animal. Not stuffed animal. What would you cut? Stuffed human. <laughs> yeah. He's a stuffed human. He's he's not a teddy bear. He's a. Just a Dougie bear, I guess. He's um, someone. This is a true story. I went to Salvation Army in 2000, probably 2010, to find a sweater to wear to dress up as Clark Griswold for my Christmas party. Which ruled, by the way. Eric dressed up as uh, his cousin, cousin Eddie. Eddie. I bought the entire outfit. My, my wife, it was my girlfriend at the time, dressed up as the wife, Beverly D'Angelo's yeah. character. Um, and we full on had like... Um, oh, yeah. I had the tight white sweater, the black dickie underneath it, like the white wingtip shoes. Like I really got the whole outfit for yeah, that. Yeah. I had the cardigan sweater. I was wearing like, you know, like slacks. And then, so I, had a, I. A Santa, and then I had a Santa hat on. And uh, we were drinking eggnog out of like little moose mugs. And we even took the steamed picture from that movie when the when the cops bust into the house oh and she's she's grabbing the the junk junk, yeah yeah. and but when i went there to the salvation army to buy all that stuff i just as an impulse purchase i walked by like the bin of toys for obviously underprivileged children but i am a child (laughs) um and uh, so i bought uh this stuffed human this dougie doll uh didn't work at the time like it didn't make sounds for like 50 cents 
I brought it home and I was like, hey guys, Doug's here for the party. And like the whole night, that was the joke was like, Doug. We were like, like drinking oh. with Doug, taking pictures with Doug, making him get hammered. Yeah. So we spent the whole night. We're like, ah, oh, just me and Doug are going to go smoke a cigarette. We'll be right back. Anyway, so Doug became like this running gag that we had. And like whenever we would have parties, we would like bring Doug out and like purposely put him in the background in photos. So like when it went up on the internet, like you would just see like this Doug in the background. Anyway, so I cleaned him up. And got a new battery for him. And now he's, you know, he's got a voice again. <laughs> and every, and what we found out, so I ended up Googling who Doug is. It turns out Doug is supposed to be the perfect husband. And that's the joke. It's like a gag stuffed animal that you're supposed to buy. It's like, oh, this is since your husband sucks. Like, here's the perfect husband. And when you push the little button, it, he like just says things that the perfect husband should say. Yeah, but they're really creepy. Yeah, so you heard that one. You know, look at all fat in that dress. Let's hear what he says next. And by the way, it's always random, so you never know what's going to happen. Can't your mother stay another week? (laughs) Yeah, no one ever says that. (laughs) Hold on, let's get one more, one more. Hello, darling. Have I told you I loved you lately? Yeah. Yeah, That one's not that bad. Would you ever call your your significant other darling? No, because this isn't 1912. Yeah, no. So that's Doug. I took a picture and put him on Instagram. He's actually on the gram right now. So when you listen to this episode, he'll have already been there for like 24 hours. Yeah, so you can actually have the visual of what Doug looks like. He's got a great jawline. Super good jawline. Yeah, he definitely has that um, American dad. You guys have the same hair, which is cool. We do have the same hair. Oh my God, am I Doug? (laughs) Am I like a real life Doug? (laughs) It's possible. Um, My wife would disagree about the perfect husband (laughs) thing. But, all right, so that's that. The ads, the ads. So we're going to do a true crime podcast. All right, so yeah, so we're going to take a little, you know, do we have to do a lot of work, obviously, to get this up and running, but we wanted to get, like, an idea from you guys before we jumped into it, and people seem pretty into it because that amount of votes, no matter which way they went, means that you wanted to hear it in some capacity, so. Yeah. You know what's annoying on Instagram? When you do an Instagram story, you could only ask a two-answer question, or you could ask a trivia question that you could have multiple choice, but you have to pick the quote unquote right answer. So like I wanted to actually put, should we do a separate podcast, a segment on DFD or don't do a true crime podcast? Like as a third one, sick podcast, podcast, uh, Greg real. And, uh, (laughs) just just, Chrissy extra R. I like ours. (laughs) Well, after you said that your, your sister doesn't use ours anymore. (laughs) I'm, I'm trying to make up for all the missing R's. Um, so, but you can't do that on Instagram stories, which drives me bananas. So I, I can only say one or the other. All anyway. right. So maybe next up, we'll make a new social media platform where you can do that. Let us know how you guys feel about that. Yeah. While uh, we're working. Polygram. Uh, <laughs> Q&A-gram. Yeah, but if, if everybody voted for no crime podcast at all, like, will we even listen to it? <laughs> no, no, we'd still do it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we would still do it. Yeah. <laughs> We've never listened to it, like authority ever. Like, why would we start now? These are straight facts he's preaching, Junes. Facts, <laughs> Junes, Meek Junes, <laughs> Meek Junes. You get a new nickname like <laughs> four times a day. I'm so annoyed. Yeah, that's like so much cooler than any nickname I have, Meek Junes. Meek that's Junes, so good. He was Honeyfinger Jones like four hours ago. Yeah. <laughs> what were you the other? Were you like ten minutes ago? We were before we got here. You had another nickname. Um, so Meek Junes, uh, Eric. Yeah, like what? The uh, I'm a, yeah, Eric and Meek Junes. Oh, and Pomp. 
My so, unborn son has a cooler nickname than I do. <laughs> Owen Owen? Yeah. Wait, did you say that on the air or off the air? Oh my God, was that on or off the air? That was off the air. Oh, you know, you got to tell everyone. Oh, Sorry. Jesus. So <laughs> we, were t- <laughs> we were talking about how like my, my nicknames are just boring. And uh, if I ever had a son, Pop's like, oh, you can name him Owen. So his name would be Owen Owen. And I was like, oh, it's funny because I've always had this dream. Like if I had a son to name him Owen Owen and then make him like a really like fantastic quarterback, like breed him to be a quarterback. And then when he finally makes it like the collegiate level, he wears number seven and everybody just calls him 007 and the kid's got the coolest nickname on the planet. It's great. And story. he's on billboards. It's a great story. Jo- it was Jones's idea to call him Owen Owen, but uh, oh, sorry, Jones. You. Yeah, it was totally you. My bad. But uh, I think that's a great idea. Junes, Junes, meet Junes, and then I. Yeah, I just want to name my kid Pom Pom. <laughs> I just can't believe that it took nine years to find out what your last name was on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the cover's blown, man. I have the shortest combined lettered name. <laughs> yeah, you really do. It, it's Eric Owen, but it also sounds like a friend Dave Aragona's last name. Aragona. Aragona, yeah. Eric Owen. And hey, I, I don't know if I've ever told this on the... I think I might have told you off air. I went to uh, Nassau Community College for like a half of a, of a week. And uh, in one of my classes, there was a person named Era Cohen. What? So when the teacher's like, Era Cohen, I was like, yeah. And then the kid went, yeah. And I was like, hmm. <laughs> and she goes, Era? And I was like, your name's Era. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, I'm sorry. I'm Eric Owen. I'm the normal name." It sounds like your sister's saying error. <laughs> error. Error. It's an error. The computer saying the computer. It's it, saying it's I made a, an error. It's saying error. I, <laughs> ERA earn run average. <laughs> um, this makes no sense. So yeah, Era Cohen. If you're out there listening, go scratch, man. Go scratch. All right, I can't curse at you on this show. So we, I think we have a plan for the true crime podcast. It's going to take us a while. <laughs> a true, I can't stop. Why are you saying you're in, One, because you're inside my head, and two, because I'm on like an hour of sleep right now. All right. We have a lot more stuff to get through, but definitely not enough time. So we're going to have to uh, choose our adventure. We have Ask Us Anythings. We have Recommendations. We have Fun Facts. Fun facts, we, I think we should hold off on. We'll hold off on for next episode. Okay. So you want to do recommendations? Recommendations and ask us anything? There's a lot of ask There's us anything. There's a lot of ask us anything. Do you want to save them for next episode? I think we save them and just do recommendations and call it. Okay. If you, got, if you guys are cool with that. Jonesy? Okay. Like nothing in there is... is um, Time sensitive? Be, no, none of it. They're I all, think that's what you were looking for. Sorry if I cut you off. Uh, yeah, you didn't even give me a second to come up with the word. Like, it would be one thing if I was like, none of it's, um, uh, but I was like, none of it's time sensitive. You <laughs> said, uh, you said the first, uh, whatever. I Broadcast. You. Broadcast. <laughs> Greg real. Meek tunes. <laughs> uh, all right. This one is called recommendations <laughs> and we, we have, have a song, song for this. <laughs> yes. Jinx. You owe me a 40. All right. Wait, what do I, how do I lead in? Hey Eric, <laughs> hold on. I need a, I need a second. Um, hey Eric, yo, hit it. This is the part of our show where we recommend things to you. Oh yeah, it could be anything. Movies or books or TV shows. 
probably my favorite thing Figgy Newton's ever done. That's pretty. That's pretty much. It's uh, so stellar. Instant classic. It makes my face hurt from the smile when I hear like the first note of it. It really is that good. That's the. That was the most time-consuming piece of music I might have. Not ever done, but pretty close. I'm sure that's, but it's oh, so worth it, bro. Makes my makes my body feel good. <laughs> it makes my body feel good. All I right. was gonna say something different. No, I know I that's why I'm calling you out on it because you, <laughs> you censored yourself at the at the last minute. That was that was good. All right, so um, I'll go first. I got a couple. Some some are things I've recommended before, but new season. So Kaminsky Method season two came out on Netflix. I talked a lot about this last year when it came out. It's with uh, Michael Douglas and Alan Arkin. They are great in this show. And uh, season two is just as good as season one. And now it introduces a phenomenal uh, supporting cast member, Paul Reiser. Plays a f- he's, like, he's got a ponytail. Mint. He's got like a gray ponytail and he's fat. He's like chubby. And he's dating Michael Douglas's daughter, which is awkward because Michael Douglas and him are like the same age. But then they start like smoking pot together and become like buds. And it makes the daughter really uncomfortable that her <laughs> her boyfriend is like best friends with her dad. So um, so anyway, season two of Kaminsky Method on Netflix. It's one of those things I like to recommend it because it's probably something that you would skip over and be like, why would I watch this? This isn't for me. I disagree. You guys will like it. And if you don't, you could tell me to go um, go scratch. <laughs> Does that show have anything to do with Mel Brooks? Uh, no, but it feels like it's like the story of Mel Brooks's life. Sometimes, uh, Alan Arkin plays a movie producer, like like retired, and you know, like he's not a movie producer anymore, but he's rich. You know what I mean? Gotcha. And Michael Douglas is an acting coach who's not rich, but they're best friends. And it's just Alan Arkin's wife died in, in the beginning of season one. And the whole story is like him trying to like get over his, his wife dying, who he was married to, like super in love with for 50, 60 years or whatever. Gotcha. Um, and Michael Douglas is like perennially single. Like he's just like an old creep. Play, you know? Playboy. Playboy. Uh, so that that's their like the dichotomy of their relationship. So it's really cool. Um but the second thing, this is just one song. I don't know if you could recommend the song. <laughs> there was there was a reason I asked about Mel Brooks. Oh, why? It, Mel Brooks' real last name is Kaminsky. Oh, it may be a uh, uh. An Easter egg. Yeah, maybe it's possible. We're gonna have to Google it. Uh, Google. You, I think it's Google. Oh, we're gonna Google it. We're gonna Google. Meek <laughs> Junes is gonna Google it. Uh, so this is just a one song recommendation. I haven't listened <laughs> enough so to this funny. guy's to this guy's record to know if the rest of it's good. I played this one song for Bob before last week's episode. I like instantly fell in love with it. <laughs> the guy's name's Oliver Tree, right? right correct. <laughs> and he, I, I need to give you guys a visual for the for the listeners at home. Close your eyes for a second. If you're driving, just close one eye. Don't be a freak. Um, <laughs> All right, don't close any eyes. Unless actually. you're a Cyclops, then close yeah, none. Yeah, don't close your eyes. Keep your eyes open, but imagine things while also paying attention to the road. <laughs> don't You know what? Don't be part of this exercise if you're driving. Just You just keep driving. Everyone who's not driving, close your eyes. Um, picture a windbreaker, uh, like, a, like a teal and pink windbreaker from like 1994 that you might have worn as a seven-year-old. Mm-hmm. Um, extra baggy, 
right? Put it on on this guy. Uh, white guy with a very pointy nose. Um, looks like maybe he could have been a cast member from the state. Okay. Or Wet Hot American <laughs> Summer. Okay. Uh, has a bowl haircut. A like floppy bowl A classic bowl, cut, yeah. bowl haircut. Wears... Like the sunglasses that you would wear like to go fishing maybe in the <laughs> late 90s. Um, and then wears huge Jenko jeans. Like at, like comically baggy Jenko jeans. <laughs> and rides uh, uh, one of those little scooters with like yeah. the little wheels, whatever those are called. Uh, the, the, like a Razor. A razor. razor. Yeah. He rides a Razor scooter and he's a rapper. And his name and is singer. Oliver Tree. And singer. And he's so good. And the name of the song is Alien Boy. We're not allowed to play it because we'll get sued, but you guys should go listen to Alien Boy by Oliver Tree. That's my recommendation. I only saw that dude briefly last week at your house. And to me, it looked like they just yanked like like Shaggy from Scooby-Doo out of the film and put him on a stage and then said, here, like, you have to wear this stuff because I can't believe that anyone chose to wear what he's wearing. He also, watching his live performances, he like basically just does like cardio on stage. He just does, does like, like jumping jacks. Yeah, yeah. And like high knees, you know, um, he's great. I got two more recommendations. This is another show that we've recommended in the past, but um, I've watched, I'm now into season two out of five. So I feel like I could recommend each season. So Bosch, on Amazon Prime is such a good show. And for whatever crazy reason, it's not super popular. So I actually, Eric was making fun of me off the air. He's like, dude, you already recommended this. No, I recommended oh, it. <laughs> I, Eric recommended it. And I have a tendency to steal Eric's recommendations just like two <laughs> weeks later. But we said, you know what? Let's keep it because it's such a good show. It deserves some airtime. Bosch on Amazon Prime. It's a great uh, cop show Bosch is a cop but it's it's so much more than that it's got I think the way you described it probably on the show was it feels like a noir like private investigator yeah like it's like 1940s but 1940s like Los Angeles like Hollywood detective total noir feel like jazz soundtrack um, everything about it is just it's beautifully done and it's it's loosely based off a book series correct I believe so but I, I don't know. I can't read good. <laughs> I read a lot of the books. There's like a 25 book series. Yeah, there's a lot of them. A lot of books. So we, we said we already talked about this on the air, but I just wanted to give it a shout out. And then the last one is on Netflix, Bill Burr, Paper Tiger, the stand-up. I mean, Bill Burr. I haven't watched this one yet. This dude, I mean, he does not have a bad, a bad special. Some people, some stand-ups, like, they could be like on fire and then just have a dud. You know, and I think I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago. Kevin Hart's last stand-up was awful, too which mainstream, is, which blew, blew my mind. It, it wasn't even that it was too mainstream. It's like he wasn't even telling jokes. He was just like it sounded like when you come home from work and you just like vent about your day. It was like no, there was no punchlines. I was like, this is terrible. Anyway, so Bill Burr, Paper Tiger. Is it on Netflix? It's on Netflix, which right. is an internet. Um, uh, company that that has streaming TVs and movies. Uh, you don't have to like get DVDs anymore. That's, That's good. Great. That's good to know because I don't even have a player. Yeah, make sure you get um, broadband internet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'll have to upgrade. <laughs> yeah, 
You go to Nobody Beats the Wiz. They have a whole package you could get there. Um, or you could watch it at, at your school library with a T1 connection. Dope. Um, if you have an RJ45 port. No one's going to know what I'm talking about right now. Um, Jones, please save me. I'm floundering. I have two recommendations this oh. week. Uh, Ooh. One of them was a film that I watched on Ultra 4K Blu-ray. Nerd. <laughs> Ultra 4K. It, was, I, it utilized uh, all 65 inches of my television set. Nice. Uh, John Wick, Chapter 3. I love it. Parabolum. It's, uh, I love John Wick, the series, because it's completely just a revenge movie. There's no other dumb subplots. There's no love subplot. I love it. It's just he, he just goes after the bad guys and spends the entire movie doing that. Yeah. So in this third one, they've kind of expanded his world out a little bit. Like there's kind of more going on than just him versus the bad guy. Now there's like a whole network of bad guys, and it's cross just, cross country, cross continent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes to different countries, comes back. Um, the action's crazy, like crazy good. It's it's really violent in some spots. If you're not like a a big violent movie person, maybe stay away from it, but. I'll tell you what, I watched it three times in one day. It's incredible. You watched the same movie three times in one day. That's how much I liked it, yeah. I watched it at work with a buddy of mine a couple weeks back, and we watched it twice in the same day. The last time I did that... I'm impressed with you guys' commitment to John Wick. It's so good. Last time I did that might have been Terminator 2. All right, respectable. Or maybe Independence Day. Again, respectable. One of those two. Independence Day... Watch over and over. I'm sure I've watched that multiple times. Like if TBS was showing it and then immediate went into it again, like I definitely watched it back to back. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. I saw Independence Day in a theater when it was out like five times. That's crazy. Because I kept going with like different groups of friends like, oh, you haven't seen it yet? Well, let's go. They blow up the White House, I think my record for seeing a single movie in a movie theater was seven for Dumb and Dumber. Oh, wow. That's a great movie. Yeah. Came out. That we, was, we went like every day. Uh, yeah, and it was worth it. it yeah, it was totally time. worth it. That's one of those movies that gets funnier every time you watch it, too. Yeah, totally. Uh, Eric, do you have any recommendations? No, I think Jones had two. Yeah, oh, I, you have I two. Have, yeah, one more. Uh, I got this in the mail yesterday. Uh, one of my favorite bands is called The Bronx. Uh, they're a punk rock band from, you guessed it, Los Angeles, <laughs> California. <laughs> And uh, what they do sometimes is that sometimes they'll play a show as the Bronx, the punk rock band, and other times they'll play as Mariachi El Bronx, which is a mariachi version of the Bronx, but they they don't play the same song. It's completely different. I'm not the biggest fan of the Bronx, but I love Mariachi El Bronx. Yeah, me too. They're really so, good. Like, and they're not. It's not a joke, by the way. It's not like a comedy oh, no. thing. It's actually really good music. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's they, and uh, it's it's not full mariachi because they they are singing in English and it's kind of, it's like popular than like traditional mariachi but it's whatever it is it's mint yeah it's awesome I had ordered a, a special package from them and it arrived at my doorstep yesterday and it's a signed copy of the first mariachi El Bronx record on vinyl signed by not everybody from the band but uh, the current guys that's awesome and also it was packed in with. They've decided to go into the cologne business, and it's Mariachi El Bronx Barrio Sweat Cologne. That's amazing. 
and it smells like ass. <laughs> is that a curse? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I got it. it al- thanks for giving me extra work after the show. Thanks, one eleven. You know, there's no other way to describe the scent <laughs> of this cologne. You couldn't say it smells like butt. Like you had to. You had to nope, curse. No. Sometimes you got to. <sighs> it smells like the center of a bum's ass. <laughs> He, I wish you would have brought it with you so we could have smelled it. I mean, you're recommending this to our audience right now. I want everyone to buy it. <laughs> great, great recommendation, Jonesy. <laughs> so it. good. So, Eric, how about you? <laughs> Do you have a recommendation that I, doesn't smell like... I uh, want you next week to please bring that. Okay. I, I need to experience it. it. Okay. Can you experience it outside of the house? No way, dude. I am putting it all over myself. Yeah. It's not like it's not like a joke. It's not like skunk. It just it's a really bad smelling cologne. <laughs> Cheapo, yeah. Yeah, it's not like a, it's not like a fart or anything. It can't be worse than the the gyro platter I smelled like when I walked in here tonight. Did you oh, smell like gyros? Pretty close, dude. I I also had gyros for dinner, which is weird. Co- coincidence. All right, so my recommendation isn't as cool as either of yours. Um, Hootie and the Blowfish dropped a new album today called "In Perfect Circle." Is it good? And it's awesome. It's Hootie. Is it like a counter to a Perfect Circle? The band? No, not even not even in the same musical universe. But does it sound like old school? It Hootie? sounds like Hootie, yeah, like nineties Hootie, yeah, like Litter Cry, like that. <laughs> that, but yeah, but good, but good. <laughs> uh, Hootie and the Blowfish was my wedding song. I know. I was, I was there. Oh, that's right. I invited you. <laughs> I didn't ha- I didn't want to, but... You Kathy know. made you. Yeah. That's why I like her. You were really her guest, not yeah. mine. It's fine. Um, we were going to make you a bridesmaid, but um, the dress didn't fit, so... Groomsman it was. <laughs> tux didn't really fit either. The tux didn't fit either. That's <laughs> true. Because you went and got slim cut. <laughs> yeah, that was a mistake. I didn't think it through. Next time I will not, I'll get uh, loose fit or whatever relaxed fit. I relaxed. Think. Fit. Yeah, what do they call it for for the chubs? The lady at the store was like, "Damn, I gotta get you in a slim cut." And I was <laughs> like, "Do your magic." Yeah. Uh, she made it work. She made it work. She did. Um, so that concludes our recommendation. I didn't have to wear the purple suit from Angus, so that was that yes. was a plus. Or the or the the suit from my cousin Vinny, which would also yes, been good. Exactly. All right. Well, that concludes our show, guys. Yeah, man. You guys did good. Even Doug did pretty good. Doug. Dougie. What does he have to... What does he th- how does he think we did tonight? Doug, how did we do? Did you have a hard day, honey? Why don't you sit down and let me rub your feet? Ah, <laughs> oh, so creepy. Doug, I may just take you up on that when yeah. the show's over. I'd let Doug rub my feet. Why not? <laughs> I feel <laughs> like you've let Doug rub your, rub your feet. Boy, you gotta blow up my spot. We're on the air, dude. <laughs> so creepy looking. He is All right, creepy. So look, we're gonna. He's go also some... looking at my uh, my nether region right <laughs> He's now. Staring. He's staring down my uh, my bits and pieces. <laughs> All right, so we have some homework to do for this crime cast. Do you call it the crime cast? It's in your head now. That's just the genre. Oh, oh, crime cast is the genre. It's gonna be crime for dessert or uh, after dinner murder. Murder. So it's always going to be murders, right? We're not going to do like petty larceny. Like we're not going to do like <laughs> the most boring of crimes. Like in 1993, <laughs> bubble tape was stolen from Bob's candy store <laughs> on Hendrickson <laughs> Avenue. <laughs> this mystery remains unsolved to this day. <laughs> but you, all right, that's it. That's it. <laughs> I can't finish that. So yeah, so we're going to do some homework. We're going to uh, over the next few weeks, we'll hope to have something out for you. 
Yeah, I'd say by what's today. I don't want to put a hard date on it. Yeah, by by Christmas. Yeah, that's good. It'd be a that's nice good. Christmas oh. gift. We'll we'll put it under your tree, or Hanukkah, whatever you celebrate. Whatever you celebrate. Happy New Year. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, yeah, it's been fun. Uh, keep responding to our polls and questions on Instagram. We absolutely love it. We will get to all the questions and uh, fun facts next episode. Yeah, we got a whole bunch for next week already. And basic quote of the week. Those will all be there next week. Yep. Um, So it's been real. We appreciate you all. We love you. Bye. Peace. I slipped away